Will Apple's metaverse vision destroy Facebook's? This guy made this video. I have some thoughts on it, so let's check it out and see if, like, he's just being a hater. One thing about me is that I don't take sides. You know, I'm going to expose everybody. I'm going to, I come for Facebook pretty hard, but don't get it twisted. I'm going to come for Apple too because there are pros and cons to Apple. And I really love that Mark Zuckerberg, he's a true businessman. And I love that. I love that, you know, he saw the issue with like Apple dominating the mobile space and Apple overcharging apps on his, on their space in the mobile world. And he decided, look, I need to own the next platform. He might have missed out on the phone side and moved into the future. It's good strategy, right? Cause he knows that no one's really going to buy the Facebook phone when there's an iPhone, but Hey, if he can be the leader of the future, anyway, let's see what this guy has to say and I'll give you my thoughts. But before we get into that, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all the above. It really pushes this video out on the algorithm and encourages me to make more videos. This video is brought to you by Brand Video Pro. We help brands and influencers scale their influence and sales. So if that is useful to you, head on over to our website, click the link down below and find out how we can help you. You can book a one-on-one -on -one consultation with me. You can buy our course, the Members Lab, and we have so many more resources. So go on and check that out. All right, let's begin. Mark Facebook thinks augmented and virtual reality are so critical to humanity's next stage of collective digi-evolution that he just changed his name to Mark Meta, dialed his emotion chip all the way up to two, and went very publicly wreck'em ralphing through a range of absolutely uncanny experiences from gaming to gathering to meeting to, well, thankfully not mating, but you get the idea. After having totally missed out on owning mobile and consequently having his app subject to the privacy policies of iOS and the constant intermediation of Android, he simply doesn't want anyone, anything, coming between his Oculus-fronted Horizon harvesters and our data, all of our data. But according to Morgan Stanley... So here's a thing that's really interesting, right? Because Oculus... I've talked about how the price point is really low. $300, right? That's the barrier to entry. And like thinking about $300, it's not like $300 is not a lot of money. It is. But when you think about what the barrier to entry for the internet was when they first created the internet, we're talking about thousands of dollars. You needed to have a desktop or a laptop, probably a desktop back then, but it was like thousands of dollars, right? Then you think about the barrier to entry for a cell phone, at least like at a, an Apple phone, an iPhone is a thousand dollars. It might have, it's over a thousand dollars now. So the barrier to entry is high, right? But he's gone at a very low, low point. And these Oculus headsets are quality headsets. There's no reason for them to just be $300. Why would he do that? So I've seen these theories talking about why he, he's done that so that he can continue to collect data because Facebook can afford it. Meta can afford it and they're doing it so they can collect our data. Because remember in previous videos I've talked about, if you are not being sold the product, you are the product. So by collecting more information about us, they make money by selling our data to brands. And so that's why Oculus 
is so cheap. But let's keep going. Tim Apple's own VR and AR projects are getting ready for liftoff as well. And they're likely to leapfrog what every other company, including Meta, has in mind. So this is obviously an old video, November 25th, pushing for Apple's vision for the metaverse. I don't want to support any product that doesn't even exist. As far as I know, the idea that Apple is building augmented reality um, headsets and all that, that's fiction to me. And I know this video is going to talk about the ways that Apple is doing or entering the system right now. But as far as I'm concerned, as an Apple user, I don't use any of these tools that he's going to mention. And it's not important to me to use any of these tools <laughs> that he's mentioned. And until Apple announces that they have something in the marketplace, it's fiction. And I'm not going to say that Apple has a chance with Facebook when there are going to be so many other companies and there are other companies already in the marketplace. Apple is just way too behind. And for them to catch up, I don't know. They, they're going to have to prove themselves. I just think that people need to be careful banking on something because it was popular in a previous era. You know, Apple dominated Web 2. That does not mean they're going to dominate Web 3. Let's remember, Steve Jobs, the innovator, is not alive anymore. And since he left, iPhones have sucked. Let's be honest. How many people how many people actually got the new iPhone? How many people even care? I don't even think I've seen the iPhone 13. I don't think okay, I've seen someone with it. But it's not even like it looks exactly the same as my phone. So Apple is not pioneering. They're not innovating. Okay, they're making the Apple car. Let's see that. Let's stop talking about it. Let's see it. Because like that's the thing about Apple that I'm not liking. When Steve Jobs was releasing stuff, he was not you know, you know, making like PR statements about, oh, we're doing this too. He was not claiming anything. He was ahead of everyone. And he came out, you know, and, dis and, and, and revealed these things as a surprise because he was an innovator. He was ahead of everyone. Apple right now is behind. And I just want to conclude by saying that just because Apple is dominated in Web 2 does not mean they're going to dominate in Web 3. Think about Blockbuster. Think about how they laughed at the CEOs of Netflix when they came and asked them for like investment. And look at Blockbuster today. Look at Netflix, the biggest company in the world. Is Netflix going to dominate in Web3? We don't know that. Anything could happen. So everyone needs to calm down banking on Apple. I love Apple products. They're convenient. Now, personally, I think Morgan Stanley has gotten a quad major part of this whole story just completely wrong here, but I'll get to that in a second. Because the instant, the instant Facebook bought Oculus, my first thought was, well, Facebook in my browser, I can kill that tab at any time. Facebook on my phone, I can kill that app. They're only ever one quick click or flick from being out of my life. But Facebook on my literal face, a face hugger book, so to speak, that is not so easy to kill. Likewise, app tracking transparency, privacy labels and reports, private relay, just everything I spoke about in my last video that can prevent just shut down Facebook from creeping on me through my Apple products. But Oculus is a Facebook product and you better believe that they're not offering us any of those kinds of privacy protections. No, owning the platform means Facebook owns everything including everything we do on the platform, no matter how personal, how private, 
It's data harvesting God mode. And that's why Meta, nay Facebook, is seemingly willing to give away headsets at close to cost because they're not the product, as the mm -hmm. saying goes. That way, all the connections we make feed their social graph. All the actions we take train their behavioral models and all the things we buy get tracked and taxed by their marketplace and all the things we see get overlaid with their ads. Also that they can own this next big evolution of the internet, what Facebook is calling the metaverse, which swear to jobs, sounds like the revenge branding plan from the cringe marketer who failed to make cyberspace at all. He's obviously a hater, um, but he has some great points. Uh, this is again, this is an old video, relatively speaking. This is like November 25th when this is posted. We're now in January. It's January 3rd in January of 2022. So this is an old video, but let's keep going. Popular, like three years after going online, stop being even remotely nerd chic. Now, Apple's plan. Apple's plan is almost the exact opposite of Facebook's. No new company names, no CEO in Wonderland videos, and absolutely no VR or AR headsets or glasses on the market. Also, Not no yet. It's Steve been more Jobs. of a slow software and services burn because Apple can get all of that out and test driven by all of those billion plus iPhones in our pockets and iPads in our backpacks, y'all. That is if Apple doesn't just totally screw up the landing again the way they did last time, but more on that in a second, because they already have ARKit. They're beyond solid augmented reality framework. And more recently, object capture, which lets you easily scan IRL objects into virtual ones and share their USDZ files as easily as you share an animated GIF GIF today. Those are the obvious bits, the critical components for getting everyone from developers to creators on board, hell, pre-boarded. But Apple isn't just priming the power users, they're boiling the mainstream as well. Making an avatar for VR or AR may seem weird or awkward, unless you've already spent the last five years playing with increasingly sophisticated Memoji and are so well past being perfectly comfortable with your own digital self. Having the world around you constantly scanned and ingested and understood by computer vision might seem disorienting, even off-putting at first, if you hadn't had LiDAR on your iPad or iPhone or played with any of Apple's event or product demos in the last few years. Watching a TV show or a movie or a sporting event or concert in a virtual theater might feel lonely or isolated if you hadn't already tried it out through share play with your friends and family. Except instead of being pipped into each other's screens, you're sitting next to each other in a virtual theater in all of your emoji glory. And instead of FaceTime group calls in Brady Bunch. Yeah, but who uses these features on Apple? Like, I, like seriously, why would I want to watch a movie with someone else? Why would I watch a movie on myself? I know, okay, the younger kids do. I guess the kids, the kids, they, they do this stuff. Boxes, sorry, Instagrids. We're all memojied around virtual tables or picnic blankets or whatever with spatial audio making it sound like we're exactly where we look like we are. Even live text and object recognition. And yeah, I'm basically just running the board on the last couple of years of WWC announcements now. But even live text and object recognition those are all about bringing really real reality into the virtual and augmented reality, the computational one where we can add. I just realized this feature. Okay, I think, okay. I think because I downloaded the latest uh, iPhone 13 stuff, I have some of these features that I use 
the, the latest iOS. So act on them, help riff on them if we want to. And the list just goes on and on and on. But here's where I think Morgan Stanley got it wrong. VR and AR aren't a product and certainly aren't. A so here's what I have to say. Like he's talking about augmented reality, how Apple is already implementing the systems and the technologies into their 2D, uh, 2D screens, right? Into the cell phones. It's already there. But ultimately, when it comes to the metaverse, and I'm assuming he probably hasn't worn a pair of VR headsets when he was making this, or probably not specifically Oculus. But the difference is the user experience, which is massive. You can do all of these, you can have all of these systems in place, you can do all of that, but ultimately, until you're seeing this in three dimensions, the experience is totally different. And this is not appealing to me. Everything that he's mentioned, most of it, at least the augmented reality versions or the different components that have to do with like the meta landscape, it's not appealing to me in 2D. I just have no desire to do that. Now, if I was in a three-dimensional space, in a metaverse, would that be so much more appealing? Yes, because as I'm watching this movie in the movie theater with my friend, they're going to be sitting right next to me physically in a t in looking like they're right there next to me. That is so much more appealing to me than to have a screen with somebody's face talking. When I'm watching the movie, I can barely see the screen of the movie. I'm seeing your face. Or I could look to you on the side while I'm sitting in the Netflix theater in the metaverse or in the YouTube theater in the metaverse. I'm watching and I look to the side and I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? It's so much different. The experience is different. So until Apple enters the metaverse and releases some VR headsets, sorry, augmented reality doesn't really count. But until they release some product, I'm not going to bank on them. And at the very least, they could have released Apple Glasses to compete with Snapchat, uh, Facebook Ray-Ban stories, or Ray-Ban stories, yeah, and uh, Amazon, can't remember what Amazon's is called, but everybody's already doing this. Apple is behind. This is not what Steve Jobs would have done, but let me keep going. Singular product. They're a human interface, like screens, and they'll exist across a range of products like screens do today on Macs and iPhones and Apple Watches. There'll be overlap, for sure, but the VR headset is gonna start off as like a next generation Apple TV, all about experience and immersion, where the AR glasses are gonna start off more like a next generation Apple Watch and AirPods. If they come out in time, for all we know, the Apple factories could burn down. I'm not coming for Apple, I love Apple products, but I just know that as a Oculus user, almost doesn't count. All about enhancement and convenience. And the VR headset will come first, just like the Apple TV came first, because the tech is just... I think people should just be careful and not believe everything you read online, right? You're obviously somebody that just doesn't, isn't in the metaverse, isn't using this space. He's talking about it from a two-dimensional lens. He's not talking about this from a three-dimensional perspective. And so his bias is obvious. Much closer to a solved problem than AR glasses. 
and it'll be expensive at first, especially if rumors of ultra-high-density 8K displays and M2 Pro Max class chipsets pan out with just all the scanners. And that's what I love about Facebook keeping their price low because Apple's gonna try and go high and Facebook is gonna stay low, Oculus is gonna stay low, and it's gonna prove that Oculus is the superior one. Because what is it really that Apple is gonna offer me? And I have to say the only thing they just if they want to go high they have to really provide a superior product and until i see it i don't believe it the sensors imaginable to match but here's the key it'll also let apple move all the existing services everything they've gotten primed and ready from the apple tv to the apple vision headset or whatever they end up calling it not just tv plus shows but fitness plus with share play for group workouts Apple Music Concerts, Apple Arcade Arena Games, and everything from every entertainment and education and health and fitness and game developer and studio on the iOS App Store who wants to be part of this new ROS App Store, Reality OS App Store, which, yes, Apple cannot afford to screw up the way they did the tvOS. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Like, all the stuff he's talking about is theory and fiction. Facebook Oculus has already done this. You get your Oculus headsets and you're already in these spaces. You can go to YouTube VR. You can work out. You can monitor your heart rate. You can do all these things already. And Apple isn't even there yet. They've already screwed up because they aren't in the space yet. So they're going to be latecomers. And like, unlike when they stole Palm five i believe it was palm five that they either they copied it or something i don't know but back then it was fine for them to they copied the touch screen from them but it was fine for them to do that because they innovated in a way that palm five hadn't innovated but now what he is talking about right now is apple creating features that already exist in oculus and let's also remember that people are fed up with the fact that every time you get an iPhone, the innovation is really minimal. Which I don't think that Steve Jobs would ever have wanted this. App Store with the absolutely stupefying last minute mandate that everyone had to have compatibility with the Siri remote and use on-demand resources, causing every major studio to just hit the brakes on their iPhone goodwill fueled plans for the platform and just wait and see. They even the have voice recognition in Oculus. Nothing to see. It's an own goal that Apple TV still hasn't recovered from. And if you want to see a video on that debacle, just let me know in the comments. But either way, anyway, hopefully just all the lessons learned by now. Because Facebook is going for the commodity hardware play here. They have a network effect on their side. Every big blue Insta, WhatsApp, and Messenger user in their pockets. And will likely be paying through, through Mark's positronic nose for content and creator deals. They're going to go all out. Microsoft too, because they had mobile and lost it. And Google, who no doubt wants to keep their position with Android every bit as much as Apple wants to keep the one they have with iOS. Maybe even Amazon, Sony, and Nintendo. But the truth is, Metaverse, like Web 3.0, is in its very nascent, most molten of tech nerd and grifter-fueled states right now. Lies. Lies. On my punches when I can. Now in and it's probably not going to end up being anything like what the hustlers and dreamers want to sell us right now. Lies. I mean, maybe, because I just see so much happening. 
Anyway. Now, just like the iPhone and Android made the internet mobile, and that created immense opportunity for everything from WeChat to Uber to TikTok to Pokemon Go to VoiceOver, this all will simply make the internet virtual, and that by itself will create another wave of tremendous opportunity for everything that comes next. Like me, sitting in 10 forward, cruising along at warp 6.9, with all of you watching my full video on Apple VR and AR plans on Nebula. That's where I post all of my videos, including extended versions of my interviews, like my recent chat with Apple's VPs of Silicon and the Mac, as well as my reviews, explainers, and my- All right, I'm done here. Um, yeah. I don't know, I feel like this is a super biased video. He, this person, um, to me, he doesn't, he's not a user of the metaverse. I'm just gonna look at his video, see if he has any videos on, he talks a lot about tech, tech stuff, right? I don't see any VR headsets in any of his stuff. Let me search and see if he has anything on VR headsets. And the thing is like, even if he does have stuff on VR headsets, he's of not of the generation of VR headsets. So it looks like he has a few videos. He has a video, it's called Apple Web 3. He loves Apple, huh? Apple VR AR. So he's been an advocate for Apple VR headsets. He has another one, Apple. Like, yeah, a lot of videos about Apple. Lots of videos about Apple. So, I mean, like, this is a biased individual who's obviously of the age of Web 2. So he's probably, I just don't see him in the Web 3 space. Because the thing about Web 3, and specifically the thing about the metaverse, is that it kind of forces you to leave the real world and if you're used to this these dimensions that we're in you're not going to want to do that and the people that are going to want that drastic change lifestyle change are going to be younger um so i can see why something like this isn't popular to him anyway those are my thoughts let me know your thoughts leave a comment down below don't forget to like follow subscribe all the above my name is Man. see you next time a peace